You're now tuned into the Hustler's Lounge Podcast, hosted by King Mar. I ain't gotta smoke weed to do a verse and get loose. Fuck a B-Man the Maserati. Let's talk about politics and maybe start a ride. Back from the dead, I make them come alive. Babies traumatized and singing no lullabies. Leadership is what they need, man, we gotta survive. Blood in my eyes and pain in my soul. Rather sell drugs every day than slide down a pole. I don't know, it's just, I just feel like, honestly, we don't get a lot of recognition down here. And it's a lot of talent down here, man, and we don't get recognized for our talent. You know, it's it's rare that you have artists that's even from our area to make it, you know what I'm saying? Because our, you know what I'm saying, our style is way different from a lot of artists, but at the same time, our style is like gravitates to many types of like different areas, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? It's like our our region is kind of taking over the game right now. So yeah. but, you know, I, I understand what you're saying, bro. Like, yeah, we really don't get no recognition like that. And this is the thing that kind of, kind of bothers me about my area, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot of, it's a lot of people that's in competition with each other, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not a, it's not enough artists that's out here trying to work together and come together and you know what I'm saying, like build together. And that's the that's the type of artists that I mean that's the type of artist that I am, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I like to reach out to other artists regardless of what type of fan base that they have. They have a huge fan base, small fan base, you know what I'm saying? I right fan base. I still want to reach out to them and you know what I'm saying and work together because. At the end of the day, we all we got, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. it, 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 it just it, it just bothered me, man. Like, it's a lot of competition shit going on, a lot of who better than who, and it's a lot of, I don't know, it's just a lot of tension between the artists down here. And that's why I kind of, you know what I'm saying, say to myself, I work I, I work with artists, but at the same time, I say to myself, because I don't want to, I don't want that type of energy to gravitate to me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I want to feel I want to feel like the person that, oh, well, I feel like I'm better than everybody. I ain't got to do this and that with, you know what I'm saying? Other artists because of my fan base and because I got a big name. There's a lot of artists out here that do that shit, like, and I'm not with that shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm a leader. I'm not a follower. Yeah. So, I understand yeah. that. I want to take it from the beginning, like, what made you gravitate to music? Like, what started you in the game? Uh, really, it's kind of a long story, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it short as possible. But you know, what I'm saying I was um when I first started, I was staying with. Well, I was actually matter of fact, no, my uncle was staying with us, and um he was so big on music or whatever. You know what I'm saying my family is real big on music. I got an uncle that that has a band in the church and stuff like that, and both of my uncles, they made music, but they kind of done slacked off on it now. But back then, they was making music. One of my other uncles was doing beat. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. really, I was just more into basketball in that time. And um, I remember staying in the same neighborhood as my grandma. But my uncle was staying there, too. And so um, he had his own studio. This was the first time I ever made a song this year. So, you know what I'm saying? He was, he was doing his thing, you know what I'm saying, like recording and writing and shit. So 
know what I'm saying? I'm sitting there watching him and shit. And he's like, you know what I'm saying? You should do the studio or whatever. You can do a song, isn't that? He's like, nah, you know what I'm saying? They ain't, they ain't me. They ain't the type of fan that I'm interested in. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I don't know what, I don't know what it was. It was one day I went over there and I was just sitting in the studio. He wasn't even there. I was just sitting there. And I was like, you know what I'm saying? Let me look up some beats on this little computer and see what type of beats he had. Let me see what, you know what I'm saying? See if I can write to it and I can at least try. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm sitting there listening to the beat. And it was just one particular beat that I really liked it. So I started writing to it. It took me. It took me a day to write the song. So I come back to I come back to my house, you know what I'm saying? And I told him I'm like, oh, you know, I I saw all this uh well, I heard this um beat on your computer. You know what I'm saying? I wrote a song to it. You know, so I'm just trying to, you know what I'm saying, just start doing music or whatever. So you know what I'm saying? I asked him, I said, Let me um record this song. And um he was like, uh, yeah, go ahead, start recording. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he had me in the booth, started recording me and shit. And then, you know what I'm saying? He started mixing my songs and mastering me or whatever. And when I first heard it, like, I was shocked. Like, I was like, damn, but well, like, I didn't even know I can, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> write a song and then, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I didn't know I could write a song and then it sounded just like this. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't expecting it to sound like it sounded when. Yeah. He was next mixing, uh, mixing and mastering. I mean, yeah. but when it came out, I was like, "Damn, maybe this is my calling." You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Maybe this is something that I can actually do. So from that point on, I've been real heavy on the music, and I started in middle school, and from middle school to high school, it's still now. But I didn't take it serious in middle school. I just I was freestyle, but yeah. That's just how I started, man, and yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, going on. Yeah, man. Yeah, I check you out, man, on social media and everything. Like, yeah, like I'm really impressed with it. Yeah, I checked out Guns N' Roses, and it's dope. Yeah, that was the first mixtape that I ever made. And I remember going through the process of making that mixtape. And the reason why I love that mixtape so much is because, like I said, it was my first mixtape. And it was actually a mixtape about me. It's like an introduction of me and my life and what I was going through around that time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I started on that mixtape when I was, because I was staying by myself, but I was, I, like, I was going through some shit, like, with the person that I was talking to and the shit that I was going through besides, like, relationship problems and shit, just family problems. And I just started writing a mixtape and shit. It's really... I I, I wouldn't consider it a mixtape. I would consider it more as an album because it's a mixtape, but it sounds more like an album because it's... Yeah, that's the feel I got from it, you know? Yeah, yeah, because it wasn't nothing but a lot of emotions that I was, you know what I'm saying, that I had held in. And I kind of figured that, like, if I was to go ahead and do a mixtape and let all my emotions out, I'd feel a whole lot better. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Once I started going with the mixtape, because I was, matter of fact, I was actually mixing and mastering the whole mixtape myself. I had a couple of people help me out on it because 
I didn't know certain things when it came down to mixing songs and shit, but majority of the songs on the mixtape I mixed myself. And I can say, I can really say that I was proud of myself because not only did I sat there and took the time to actually learn it, but at the same time, I had my brother, he also sat down and showed me how to do certain things or whatever, but yeah, man, that yeah. that yeah, I see. that mixtape. I don't I don't care what mixtape I made after that. That's gonna always be my favorite mixtape because I used to sit day and night in the studio just mixing and matching, recording myself, mixing and matching, even sleeping like in the studio, waking up the next morning, mixing and matching, recording. Like man, that that was like a, that was one of the I was at a happy place around that time, and that was one of the greatest moments of my life, man. Just learning the ins and outs of music and stuff. But, yeah, that was, like, one of the greatest moments. Yeah, I like And the fact that you did all that, like, mix and master yourself, like, the time you put in, like, you know, I can imagine, you know what I'm saying, being, because, you know, I know the ins and outs of it, and, like, just sitting there listening to your voice and trying to, you know what I'm saying, get everything right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you know what I'm saying? Like the elephant and everything. Like I respect the grind. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, see, and it took, it took like, it took a little while for me to get done with the mixtape, though. Because I was, I don't know what I was, you know what I'm saying, writing my music. I was recording it. I was mixing it. I was doing all of it, but like, you know, that shit was like, and like I said, when, it, when I dropped the mixtape, it started doing numbers. Like, man, people was like fucking with it. Like, all over Twitter sharing my shit, Facebook sharing my shit. Yeah, I know. I caught wind of it like that, and I checked it out. That's how, you know what I'm saying? I caught drift of you. Yeah. Because of that mixtape. Yeah, man, that shit, it drastically, like, spread over the internet, you know what I'm saying, in my area. And then it kind of brings out in different other areas. And once you listen to the mixtape, you can also, like, actually hear the pain inside my voice and the emotions that I was letting out, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was a lot of emotions that I was holding in. That was the only that was the only way that I would be able to like do something positive instead of going out in the streets and doing something negative because you know what I'm saying, just because I'm having problems, I go out and take it out on other people or take it out on the person that did it to me. You know what I'm saying? No, mm-hmm. like I stayed in the studio, I, I kept kept it positive and just just got my emotions out on the mic. Yeah, you just laid it all out on the beat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. So what you got to come? Like, what you got in store? Man, the new mixtape finna get ready to drop soon, man. I'm still, you know what I'm saying, finishing up the mixtape. I mean, it's finished, but I'm just in the studio recording extra songs to see what songs I'm going to take, like, take out and put back in. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. just replace you know, but better than that, it's finished, man. Like I'm, I'm so excited about it. It's, it's, it has a way different feel from the last mixtape. It's very versatile. It's about really, it's, it's more lyrical, and then at the same time, it's more like a trend feel. Like how you know how like the Migos is how they trending and shit. Yeah. It's basically kind of like a trend of everything now. And at the same time, I'm keeping it more like of me. You know what yeah, I'm saying? It's, yeah, it's, I'm not trying to sound like I'm. I'm not trying to sound like everybody else, but I'm trying to fit in. But at the same time, 
I'm sounding more like myself too. I'm, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. yeah. And basically, the the meaning of my mixtape is called Real Artist Survive, and the meaning of it is like I'm a I'm a I'm gonna give you an example. Like you got some artists out there that's going through a whole lot of shit outside of their music careers and shit, right? And they tend to kind of drift away from their music and their artistic, you know what I'm saying, crafts and stuff. So basically what it means is like, I'm an artist, right? But at the same time, I was able to survive through all my shit that was going on outside of my music. So basically that's really what it means. Like I'm a real artist, but even though I went through all the shit that I've been through, I was able to survive and still do music. So yeah, that's really the man. That's really what it means. So. Yeah, that's dope, right now. Yeah, so I'm gonna be checking for it too. Oh yeah, it's dropping soon. I'm probably gonna need to drop it probably this month, end of this month, or probably in the middle of April. Yeah. But it's coming though. Okay. Then. And I got some. I got some. I call them big artists in the city. To me, they. I feel like they're big artists to me because they're real dope. But I got a few big artists on the mixtape. Real White gonna be on the mixtape, you know what I'm saying? Moo mm-hmm. Duke gonna be on the mixtape. A Rock gonna be on the mixtape. And shit, that's it. That's what's but be on the lookout for it. That's what's up. I like the unity, you know, like, I like the fact oh, yeah. that you, you know, reaching out to different artists and everything. And mm-hmm. that's, that's dope. And then it's crazy because, like, I ain't need to cut you off, but it's crazy because, like, like I said, the mixtape is very versatile. So, I, you know, so I decided to get an artist, an artist that was lyrical. Luke Duke is lyrical. An artist that was creative. A-Rock is creative. And an artist that actually does both. And that's Square White. He's very creative. And, you know what I'm saying, he know how to, you know what I'm saying, switch things up in his music, too. So I decided to get all three of them on my mixtape because they're all creative. And they know how to, you know what I'm saying, make music in their own way. That's what's up. Yeah. Yeah. When I had that show open up for my favorite artist of all time, because I used to always tell myself, one day I'm going to meet this artist, and one day I'm going to do a song with him, because I look up to this artist. And you know what I'm saying? When I finally got a chance to open up for him, man, it was like crazy. Like, I, it was crazy, because <laughs> like, I was trying not to be a goof of myself, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Everybody was in the crowd. You know what I'm saying? Screaming, trying to get down, take a picture with him and shit. I was trying to humble myself because I'm an artist too. I can't be out here, you know what I'm saying, being yeah. a groupie and shit. So, you know what I'm saying? And that's my favorite artist is Schooly yeah. from uh, Rich Kid. I don't know if you know who Schooly is. Yeah, yeah, I know who Schooly is. Yeah, man. Yeah. He's a very overlooked artist, man, and I, I hate that. He's very creative in his own way. And a lot of people are looking over that man, like, and it's crazy. Yeah. Like, I, I ain't gonna say I get most of my style from him when it comes to music, but I do get a little bit of it, like just a tad, because I I try to critique and do it my own way, but kind of at the same time, I try to gravitate from many artists that I like to. Yeah, you know. And it's on the right to give credit to those that those that I look up to. 
that's the honest stuff in the industry. So, and another one is uh, when I did my first music video. I did my first music video, I think, two years ago. Going on two years ago. And when I did that, it, it, it took off me, right? And I started getting a fan base down here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. I mean, ain't gonna lie to you, before I started doing all that, and when I first moved down here, niggas weren't really fucking with me like that. You know what I'm saying? They were saying that I was old. Writing, I wasn't even writing my own music, this, this, and that, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? Actually faking like they fuck with it, but at the same time, I already knew that they fuck with it. And they showed it, so. <laughs> but after I did that video, and I dropped that mixtape, man, everything just manifested for me. I was good, bro, like, and. It seemed like the city fucking with you, you know what I'm saying? For looking at it outside, looking in, you know? Yeah. And I ain't gonna lie, as an artist, I, at this time in my life, I do kind of feel like, I'm being overlooked. I'm, it may not, it may not be that way, but I feel that way because I haven't been getting as much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause I ain't really been dropping no music and shit, and I understand that. But, but at the same time, I was going through a lot of shit last year. Where I kind of fell off from the music a little bit. So you know what I'm saying? But I promise this year gonna be gonna be way different. I'm gonna give everybody what they need. Just dropped a new oh. video. I said, I said, it seemed like you back now. You dropped a new video. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it was fun. Man, I was, I remember writing that song. I was, I was staying with my boyfriend at the time. And I was already going through a lot of shit with him. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember that night. We was arguing. I'm not the type of person that like to argue with shit, so. We was arguing that night, you know what I'm saying? I was like, man, fuck this shit. I'm not even going to argue with you. This is that. Woody woo. So I went in the kitchen, you know what I'm saying, just trying to get my head straight. And I went to YouTube, started listening to the beat, and I came across that beat. Yeah. I just started writing to it, and I was, I, was, I was really feeling that shit. I wouldn't even, and see me, I'm not the type of artist that, that just punch in and shit, but at, at that time, I was actually punching in on that song. Because it, it, like, most of the time, it takes me a minute to write. But it took me less than 30 minutes to do that song. What? Yeah, less than 30 minutes. Most of the time, it takes me hours to do a song because I want it to be, you know what I'm saying? A song ain't gonna always be perfect, but I, yeah. I want it to be close to perfect. So... It took me less than 30 minutes to write that song. Man, and, that's dope, man. Like, the lyric, like, your ability, man. Like, I like, man. Yeah, because, I mean, you ain't doing nothing but speaking real shit. Like, I'm the type of artist that like to speak real shit. I don't like to fake the funk and, and say shit that I'm not, you know what I'm saying, that I'm not doing or, or what I'm not going through. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, that, that shit get old. I ain't going to even lie to you. Talking about the same old bullshit. Yeah. Like that shit get old. It's okay to, it's okay to talk about it, but sometimes you gotta switch it up. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. and, and and find your true like artistic side of it. And I really don't, I really don't fuck with all this drug shit, all this killing, stealing, or who the baddest bitch or who the 
Willis nigga for going to jail and getting locked up, fucking bitches and hoes. Like, nah, man, that shit get old, though. Yeah. Like, don't, don't get me wrong. It, it's, what, it's what's going on now today in this generation. But sometimes you have to talk about something different. You know what I'm saying? Give mm-hmm. people a different standpoint of our generation. Don't give people some shit that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They see every day. Of course, you're going to see it every day. But try to change their mindset with the music that you put out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Change their ways. I want that. That's, that's the main thing that I want. I don't give a fuck if I ever make it or not. Like, I don't give a fuck about the money nor the fame. If I can just change somebody's mindset yeah. or change somebody's life, mm-hmm. that's all that matters to me. Yeah. That's all that matters to me at the end of the day. Cause you know what I'm very like. humble about mine. Right. And uh, that's true. A lot of a lot of artists have the power to change things. Tupac, he had the power to change things. He actually changed a lot of people's, you know what I'm saying, mindset mm-hmm. and their lives and the, and the way that they, you know what I'm saying, they think about life and shit. Like, mm-hmm. Tupac, I, that's a real good example. And um, Biggie. Yeah. So, uh, it's, it's, it's possible to change how our generation thinks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They just need, and how they act, they just need the right artist to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. To, yeah. They just need the right artist, man. Like, yeah. the thing of it is, it's a lot of artists that make it. There's like everybody else. But nine times out of ten, they're not going to last in the industry. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, it don't last. You got, you got yeah. artists especially females. You got female artists out here that dress in a certain way. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and and it's true, sex do sell in the industry. But it's okay to be classy with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You ain't got to show all your ass. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's okay to dress sex in your music videos or whatever and photo shoots or whatever, but there's a lot of female artists that's going about it the wrong way. And that's all they're going to see in their artists when they get to the industry. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, we can sell her for, her, for how she look. You know what I'm saying? Her sex sell more than her lyrics sell. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And see, I want to I wanna see. That's why I'm not going about it like all these other females. I'm going about it my way. Because when I make it in the industry, I want to make sure that they, they pay attention more to my lyrics than they do my body or how I dress. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You know, but that's why I was saying, like, that's why I want to leave the area, you know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong, I done, I done planted my seed here, I done did what I had to do, and I I got a name out here, you know what I'm saying? And I respect a lot of people that come up to me and, you know what I'm saying, let me know real, like, showing their real love and respect for me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And at the same time, it's like, I don't want to be so into this local fame shit because a lot of people think taking this local fame ahead you know what I'm saying and I want to be international with my shit I don't want to be local yeah. I want to be global international you know what I'm saying so okay. I respect a lot of people that fuck with me in the city but at the same time it's just my time to kind of branch out and you know what I'm saying take my music to another level in this area because it seems like people in different areas show more love to artists that's not from their area. Yeah. I hear a lot of artists say that. 
Yeah, it's true. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's true, but it shouldn't be that way, but you know how it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy, though. Yeah. It is what it is. I mean, just got to branch out and and do your own thing. You know, like I said, it's going to be, it's going to always be some people that don't really fuck with your music. And then it's gonna always be it's gonna always be people that do fuck with your music, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'll but every you know what I'm saying every support is good support to me. I don't care if you fuck with my music. I don't give a fuck if you don't like my music. I still I still appreciate that you're taking the time out to actually listen and pay attention to what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm just xing out the haters and just you know what I'm saying, keeping the ones that really do support me close. That's what's up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, like, yeah. so it's like, it's a lot of hate around the area? What? Beyond. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's beyond, bro, like. You do. Sometimes it's just depressing, like, that shit crazy. I don't see why the next man would hate on somebody just because they're in a better position than them. Like, I feel like you should gravitate off what they're doing instead of hating on that person. Feed off their energy. Feed off what they're doing, you know what I'm saying? And go harder in what you what you do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Regardless, it ain't even got to be music. It could be, you know what I'm saying, school or, you know what I'm saying, like, job or anything. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, it's, it's an anything you do. You gotta keep going. Got to. Can't be negative about it, man. You gotta always stay positive and feed off other people's energy. Yeah. Do you feel like every every tape you put out or you know what I'm saying, album or anything like that is a is like a new chapter in your life? Always. Yeah. Always. It's always a new chapter. It's always a new beginning because, like I said, the last mixtape was more of an introduction of my life and what I've been through. It's more like a like a love story, and at the same time, like I said, it was dealing with my family and shit. So it's always a new beginning for me, and I love. I'm always love like regardless if. I make a song that I really don't like or I'm not feeling, but other people really like feel it or fuck with it. Like I'm always going to feel like everything should be critiqued more or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I said, make like this, like I said, this album that I'm getting ready to drop is more versatile and it's more Instead of laid back, it's more entertaining and and hype, fun, and it's always a new beginning. Like yeah. it's and like I said with this mixtape, it's, it's songs on the mixtape now that I didn't even think I could do. You know what I'm saying? Singing and shit, I didn't even think I could sing. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just the type of artist that like to step outside the box, step out of my comfort zone. Even if I can't say, I'm still going to try it anyway. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And if I can't get it right, I just get somebody on there that can sing for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So everything is always in the beginning for me. 
and I'm always like love the process of every mixtape that I do. Yeah, I like, like I'm a big, I'm a big breed when it comes to music. Yeah, so yeah, like, man, you can't you stop, know. man. You gotta keep going, like for real. Yeah, that's true, man. Yeah. But shoot, before I wrap this up, man, like let everybody know where they can follow you with. You can follow me on social media. On all my social media is at I am no Snapchat. I am Shalir. But the rest of my social media is Shalir Desiree, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Shalir Desiree. Snapchat. I am Shalir. And the mixtape will be out. Spinrilla, uh, live mixtape. We'll try to get it on iTunes, Spotify, all that. So be on the lookout for it. Yeah. Hey man, I appreciate the time and you know, sharing your story and everything. No problem, bro. No problem at all, man. Yeah, man. Whenever you wanna come back, you know, when you release the tape or whenever you wanna get something off your chest, you know, you're always welcome, you know what I'm saying? I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on here, man. Keep doing your thing and don't stop your grind, bro. Yeah. I appreciate it. No problem, man. Shoot, man. Stay up, man. I'm going to holler at you, all right? All right. All right. Subscribe now on Anchor FM, iTunes, and Pocket Cast.